Midterm Mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. All right, a special three o'clock edition of Midterm Mayhem. The madness. The mayhem. Mayhem. That is the 2022 midterm election. We're going to have at four o'clock today a press conference, carry it live. Tabulation and security is going to be the topics of discussion. Bill Gates will be there. Uh, and uh, Paul Penzo, Maricopa County Sheriff. But Joan Innocent in studio. He's the former Maricopa County recorder. He won an election over the weekend. He's here in studio, Secretary of State-elect Adrian Fontes. Congratulations. Hey, thanks. But, like, the way your voice went down right there after that screaming guitar intro, yeah, it's, so, it's a little bit of a downer. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you got to keep it. You got to stay pumped on, up, man. bro. You, listen, you're, you gotta, I'm going to come after your job, man. Listen, you can... Ha- People have come after my job for 24 years at KTAR. No one's taken it yet. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How did you win this election? What did you do to put yourself over the top and beat the Republican Mark Fincham? Can you point to one thing? Yeah, we told the truth. And that's what the voters wanted. They just wanted to hear the truth, right? Because it's not just provable and proven, but folks are just kind of sick and tired of the clown show. They're sick and tired of the baseless conspiracies. They're sick and tired of the lies, and they want to move away from 2020. And, you know, um, my opponent decided that his entire campaign was going to be run on one issue and one issue only, and that was Donald Trump's grievance. And you can't win an election when you're talking about somebody else's complaint, right? Folks want professionals in these offices who know how to do the job, who have the experience, who have the know-how, and who have their best interest at mind, or who will at least listen to them, hmm. right? And when you've got somebody who's, again, just harping on what happened years ago, uh, all the disproven lies and all that sort of stuff, um, it's, just, it's just not something that they want to do. Still got a million votes, though. Yeah, that's the big thing. He got 1.1 million votes, and it didn't start out well. Let's be real here in Maricopa County. Things get sideways in the morning that fed the fuel of the conspiracy insanity. You know, there's still a lot of people out there that feel uncomfortable. And you know this. We can't have a republic and a democracy the way that we have it if people don't believe their votes are counting. Well, I I, I can agree that there were some issues uh, in the morning here in Maricopa County. I agree that during the primary there were issues in Pinal County. But when you look at what those actually are, right, all you're saying is, it's okay for the conspiracy theorists to bend this towards the conspiracy of disproven lies. And that's not fair. It's not fair to the election administrators. It's not fair to our neighbors who are out there running these elections in the first place. These are doubts that were foisted on us by Donald Trump and his psychophants, like Mark Fincham, without any justification, without any reality behind them. And to continue to say, oh, well, this helps the lie. This helps the lie. It That is in and of itself helping the lie. So as much as I love you guys, we got to be honest. Honest here, there wasn't anything wrong with our elections. We had some technical issues, and that's all they were. And people cannot be lulled into this kind of nonsense and continue to say, "Oh, this is this feeds it," and because it, it, it excuses the lie. And we cannot do that. We have to be firm. We have to be hard against it because it hurts. And we got to stop it. Adrian Fontes is the Secretary of State elect. He's joining us in studio. Um, one thing you change about the election process a lot of people say it takes too long, it takes too long to count the votes. What people maybe don't realize is they're following the law. What the law states is that whatever vote comes in first, they're going to count. And then if, I guess, on election day, 
if there are a whole ton of votes that were just dropped off, that's going to take a long time to count. Is there something that you would say, you know what, this is the one thing we need to change, and I'd, I'd like to see it changed. So maybe the process could be improved. Well, first and foremost, you're conflating two different things. The, right. the time it takes to tabulate the ballots is not any different than it has ever been. It took that long under Helen Purcell in Maricopa County. It took that long under my administration. It's taking that long under Stephen Richards' administration. But the difference is what? that the on Well, the Tuesday, difference is that everybody's saying, oh, it's taking too long. That's the difference. Look, back But on then, a Tuesday, everybody drops their ballot off. Doesn't that make it? You know, harder it forces and it to take longer. Yeah, it go. forces it to take longer. Right. So when you've got folks like like Kelly Ward and Carrie Lake and and and, and Mark Fincham saying, "Wait till election day. Don't trust the process. Drop it all off." Of course, it's going to take longer. Right. Early ballots were designed to get turned in. Dot dot dot. Early. Turn them in early, and it's going to be a smoother process. In fact, the legislature a couple of years ago gave us many more days ahead of election day to start tabulating, so we could get faster results. The law is the law, mm-hmm. and the process is the process and there's nothing wrong with it to conflate that impatience with problems with the elections is wrong and we never really had issues with it when the margins were so much wider is that what this a lot of this is that's exactly what this is here's the thing they could call it tonight but there's still outstanding ballots that have to be counted but nobody cares about those once somebody's called Well, and years ago nobody used to care when john mccain was winning the state by 24 points you'd call it on election night and that's it but guess what it didn't take any less time to count the ballots. Because you were still counting them for several days. Right. Many, many, many days afterwards. So we're not in a different place except for the fact that our margins are a lot tighter. Now, as far as your original question, what would I change? Yeah. I think we'd welcome more people into understanding what the process is. Right? Because if you don't understand a thing, it's easier to twist it around. It's easier to misrepresent it. But when you've got folks who are really communicating clearly with the voters and letting them know this is okay and here's why. Actually, Actually communicating clearly with the people who this process serves, that's what we need to do better, right? The process itself is fine. There will always be little hiccups. There will always be little problems, granted. But we need to be better at communicating with folks how this thing works so that they'll understand that Arizona has one of the best election systems in the United States of America. We genuinely do, and I'm very proud of that. All right. Uh, Adrian Fontes is joining us in studio, the Secretary of State-elect. Uh, the AP called it over the weekend, beating Mark Fincham, the Republican. All right, so um, did Fincham call you and congratulate you? Who? <laughs> Mark Fincham. He oh, has oh, a cowboy oh, hat? Guy. No. No, I don't Do expect, expect him to. I don't need him to. The voters spoke. He doesn't have to. And, and honestly, I don't expect him to. That would be inconsistent with his character for him to be decent and act like a statesman. Uh, for him to call me and concede would be outside of the ordinary. But, you know, he knows how to get a hold of my number if he doesn't already have it. And uh, I, I would welcome it if it happened, but that's uh, that's not going to – I don't think that's real. If you lost, would you have called him? 100% I would have. 100%. That would have been, been a tough call for you. Well, no tougher than when I called Stephen Richer a couple of years ago. And okay. I invited him to come down to the warehouse and take a tour, and he did it. And we get along famously now. Right. As a matter of fact, uh, he might get a little grumpy that I say this out in public, but when my daughter turned 18, um, I asked him if he would be willing to be there when she registered to vote. And he, and he said, yes, a very gracious guy. How dare honest. people from different parties get along? That is so un-American, <laughs> except for the part where it's very American. It is. Um, but so that's how we're supposed to do it. So, because that's the American thing to do, the proper and righteous thing to do. We got away from it. We, we can't do yeah. that. 
We've got to get back to that where, you know, if you do lose, you be a gracious and loser you know and you the wish voters, someone. And the voters have told these guys, these deniers across the country, that that's what they need to do, mm-hmm. that they need to start acting like Americans. They need to be good, gracious winners and good, gracious Absolutely. losers, rejecting that Trumpist nonsense about whining your way into a grift just because you can personally profit from it. You know, I was telling him, uh, Mastriano lost, who was maybe the biggest of all the Trump deniers, even bigger than Kerry Lake. Yeah, in Pennsylvania. He got blown out you know the thing he tweeted out today let's get behind josh shapiro he's our new governor uh let's say prayers for him he won and everybody's like i can't believe he did it well the voters spoke and he believed what the voters had to say and that's the way you should be because that's a guy who gets it that's a guy who understands that politicians derive their power from people right it is the consent of the governed that's a concept that i think a lot of these deniers forget it is a it's a thing that it, it, we've moved away in our society from the divine right of kings right where you either yeah. take over because of heredity or military power okay. right and we've moved into the rule of law and the rule of law requires that you are inten- intelligent uh, you're gentlemanly about it uh, and that you act with dignity because it's not about you it's about the people it's about the power of the people that's what's important and that's why i don't expect a concession call from him Adrian Fontes is joining us in studio, the Secretary of State-elect. Um, when you were the Maricopa County recorder, charge of the votes, the, the everything, I think your opinion on this is pretty interesting. I think you can give us, you know, uh, an inside look. Are they going to call the race for Katie Hobbs? You're a guy who's counted votes. You're a guy that's been in the election process. She is winning right now. It is not an insurmountable lead. Carrie Lake could come back if she gets 60%. In your opinion, what happens tonight? Maricopa County, 94,000 votes. They're all going to be counted. Oh, what happens tonight is I'm I'm probably going to have a medium rare ribeye. <laughs> that's and, not and what I'm asking. And, I'm not uh, asking you what, what you're having for dinner. I'm saying who's gonna what's going to happen tonight. Well, the voters are going to make up their minds, and someone's well, going to tell us gonna, what do I think is going to happen. Gonna I think happen? I'm going to have I think I'm going to have a governor that I hope I can work with uh, with open heart and open minds, and I hope we can work together to benefit the citizens of the state of Arizona. Look, I'm I, I'm not in the business of calling races and speculating. You can leave that to the talking heads and the pundits. I have too much respect for the process and the voters to, to, to get into that kind of speculation right now, respectfully. And, I, and you know, I like you guys, but I'm not going to get pulled into that discussion. I tried to pull you in. I, yeah, I you did, you did everything ask, you could. I'll ask again in a minute, but go ahead, Chad. So uh, uh, <laughs> for you, right, this is a change for your family. Even though the chaos has been there before, this is a different time, yeah. different lunacy that is going on. What have you told them and what do you expect in the coming, you know, or do you expect over the next, you know, several cycles, this thing's really going to calm itself down? Are we going to get back to a, a normalish way of life or do you expect 24-7 protection? Uh, I expect that anything that we do uh, vis-a-vis the security of my family is going to stay as confidential as possible. And uh, I expect that anytime anybody asks me something like that, I will avoid it just as much as I avoided his question about the outcome in the governor's race. Not done yet. I still yeah. got a minute. I still got a minute. But yeah. you you have security now, obviously. We've seen what Katie Hobbs has gone through as Secretary of State. She's had security at her house. She's had death threats. I'm not going to speculate, but my get well, I will. I guess you're probably getting some of the same things, and you want to keep your family safe. I'm sure you have security now, and your life is going to change a lot, don't you think? 
Well, you know, whether or not my life has changed is, uh, again, part of that whole circumstance that I, I, I prefer not to discuss, right? This is something that has to do with me and my family. And I think what uh, folks out there need to know is that I'm going to do my level best to do this job well. And I'm going to work with whoever the voters decide that I need to work with uh, to make things happen for the voters. Uh, and I and, and the reason that I'm avoiding this issue like the plague is because I refuse to empower those who would do uh, violence, either by threat or actual violence. I refuse to discuss these issues outside of the idea that we need to provide stricter laws at the federal and state level to protect election administrators and their families and much harsher penalties for people who would bring violence into a perfectly civil and civilian activity, and that is election administration. All right, last one. We can have lawsuits. We're going to see a bunch of lawsuits here, no matter who wins, loses. I'll tell you what. It wouldn't surprise me, but um, look, we're we're still we're, we're prepared for anything right now. You know, I'm just as guilty as every other politician fundraising. You got a bunch of lawyers ready. Off. We not only have lawyers ready, <laughs> we've got folks ready to serve uh, the appropriate parties because we know which are the right parties to serve, if you get my meaning. Ah, uh, we're, we're, I get your meaning. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right. Yeah, no, I mean, look, the bottom line is it would be irresponsible of me to come into this blind yeah. and unprepared. Right. And if there's anything that uh, folks should know about me, and they do, is that I'm, I'm pretty well prepared for most of this stuff. All right, Secretary of State-elect. Adrian Fontes, thanks for coming in studio. Congrats on your win. Thanks so much. I can't wait to take your job. I know. It's going to be good. And then you get his job. Chad and Fontes. And then you're going to get his job. <laughs> well, I don't want his job. That's <laughs> right now. You just said you this, guys are swapping. No, this this awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. You work really almost five it. hours a day. Oh, please. Have oh, a great gosh. afternoon. Hey, thanks a lot. All right, guys. You know, just because you're here at 2 a.m. doesn't mean I work five hours a day, Junior. All right. Five and a half. <laughs> All right. Uh, very interesting. Adrian Fontes, thanks for joining us. All right. Uh, still to come, we've got a four o'clock press conference. Uh, Bill Gates, Paul Penzone, uh, tabulation security is on the table at the four o'clock press conference. We're going to carry it live. Votes come in at six o'clock tonight. Probably all of Maricopa County will be done tonight. Up next, something we like to call holding up the headlines. Jeff Munn is in for Becky Lynn. He's going to read the news. You and I, we're going to interrupt him in a horrible manner. Next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30, and you know what that means. Showtime. Time for us to hold up the headlines. With those headlines, and for Becky Lynn, here's Jeff Munn. Arizona Votes. The count. It's been nearly a week since the election, and Arizonans still don't know who the next governor will be. KTAR's Heidi Hommel is live in the news center with an update. That's right, Jeff. And one political analyst believes the race for governor will be called tonight. Carrie Lake goes over 60 percent. We'll probably be talking about it for another day. But it doesn't look like they're, the makings of that trend is there. That's KTAR's political analyst, Mike O'Neill, who says the race isn't over until all the votes are counted. He added with each ballot drop, it continues to look better for Democrat Katie Hobbs. The next ballot drop is set for the 6 p.m. hour. Reporting live in the News Center, Heidi Hommel, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. 
Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. All the excitement. I know. Yeah, I, I said at the top of the show, I think, you know, they're going to call it tonight for Hobbs. I think the AP is going to call it for Hobbs. I don't think Carrie Lake is going to get to 57% of what, you know, she, Lake needs 57.4% of the remaining ballots in order to win. I just think if you look at it over the last few days, she has not gotten uh, to to that point. I think at the end of the day, we're going to look at this and we're going to say on the last day of campaigning, Carrie Lake told Republicans not to vote for her. Yeah, she told McCain Republicans rhinos not to vote for her. And that, my friends, is about the stupidest campaign a move I may have ever seen in my professional radio career. Yeah, I uh, I did a bunch of uh, hits across the country for other radio stations, and people asked me specifically, why did she? Why does she hate John McCain, who many Republicans revere outside of this state and inside of the state? And I said because Donald Trump does, and she thinks that this right. is the way to to get the love from all of those MAGA people. And boy, was that stupid! It was stupid. Now again. We live in the upside down. Anything can happen. But I think they call the race for Hobbs tonight. We're holding up the headlines. Jeff? Newly reelected Arizona Democratic Congressman Greg Stanton tells Arizona's Morning News if the Republican Party keeps pushing extremist, election-denying candidates, they will keep losing elections, and it's not good for American democracy. I want to get back to the days where we could fight over you know taxes and regulation, not whether or not an election was legitimate or not legitimate. He explains this is why he believes Republicans did not fare as well as expected in this midterm. You know no. what? Maybe Democrats should worry about themselves and not with the Republican Party is doing. You know, the Democrats have plenty of problems uh, to deal with. And they're going to have it huge. They they believe that this progressive base now is going to push them in ways that's going to give them some infighting. But here's the thing. Mm. At the end of the day, parties need each other because if you don't, if you have a one party dominance, it's hard to raise money and you're always to blame for everything. You need a balance within this. And I think a lot of what he said is true. Both sides need to have healthy debate on real issues, but issues don't sell. The sizzle sales, insanity sales, screaming and yelling sales. That's the sexy stuff. The issues, you know, talking about water, eh, it's not very exciting. We're holding up the headlines. The next vote drop for Maricopa County scheduled this evening will have the latest numbers as part of an Arizona Votes election special tonight at 7 on 92.3 FM, the KTAR News app or at KTAR.com. And coming up in about a half an hour, County Sheriff Paul Penzone and Board of Supervisors Chair Bill Gates will hold a press conference on vote tabulation and security. We'll bring that to you live. The Supreme Court is cleared to get Arizona GOP Chairwoman Kelly Ward's phone records in regard to her involvement in the January 6th insurrection. The House committee investigating the riot subpoenaed Ward's phone records, and Ward requested the high court halt the effort to obtain her records. Today, the Supreme Court denied the request. Um, <laughs> go ahead. It's going to get ugly. It's going to get uncomfortable. Uh, How so? Uh, just, you know, anytime the Supreme Court, anytime you're getting people like Supreme Court because you want to, quote, unquote, not show something, you're worried there's going to be something potentially there that is going to be incriminating and it's going to make you look bad. I, you know, when you bring up Kelly Ward, if Kerry Lake does end up losing, Kelly Ward will go down as losing, I think, every election that she's been in charge of. Every she election. She could not deliver Martha McSally. Nope. 
she could not deliver if if it happens. Carrie Lake. I know I'm missing people. Well, Who yeah, she couldn't deliver. Well, she Martha Sally. She couldn't Blake deliver. Masters. Uh, Blake Masters. Right. I mean, you name it. She struggled on the Republican side. She has t- taken a state red to now purplish blue. Right. And I think there. Plenty of Republicans out there that are saying, please, 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 we need to go in a different direction. We need to go in a different direction. We'll see if that happens. We're holding up the headlines. For the first time since the pandemic, Banner Health has implemented visitor restrictions for all of its hospitals. KTAR's Colton Krolak is live in the news center with more. An influx of flu and RSV led to the restrictions, according to Dr. Anthony Ani with Banner Health. Because we have increased activity in the community, we want to limit the chance that someone who is sick and comes into the facility may have RSV infection and spread it. Visitors who are sick won't be allowed in, nor will kids under 13, except for specific circumstances. Visitors will also have to wear a mask throughout their stay. Live in the News Center, Colton Krolak, KTAR News. The flu is nasty. Yeah, I hear it's five times worse than before. Yeah, but well, we 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 weren't out there. We weren't right. living our lives, and it and it built up strength, and our immunity waned. And uh, this is what we're dealing with now. Yeah, uh, I got the flu shot a couple weeks ago. Um, I haven't gotten that new COVID shot because I don't hear much about COVID. No, and you know how I usually do it. If there's a surge coming, I'll go get the COVID shot. But, but you're also waiting no for the surge. newish one that may be even better from the last one. You want something that is going to hyper-focus on what's out there, not just a random shot. Yeah, I'm not really worried about the COVID shot, but I did go get the flu shot. And, um, you know, I just hear it's going to be a lot worse this year. And I've got a few friends who have already gotten it, and it's pretty nasty. That's uh, holding up the headlines. We do it every day at 3.30. All right, still to come, midterm mayhem at uh, uh, 4 o'clock. We're going to take you to a press conference. Very mayhemy. Uh, election officials, Maricopa County uh, Sheriff Paul Penzone will also be there to discuss uh, security. So we're going to find out about the election, about security. It's all coming up. Plus, uh, are the Cardinals a better team when Kyler Murray doesn't play mm. next? Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Gatos and Chad. Talking pigskin with Dooley. Brought to you by Day and Night Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Serving the Valley for 40 years. The difference is day and night. All right, every Monday, Paulie Pigskin, Paul Calvisi, Cardinal sideline reporter, joins us. Talk a little Cardinals. A victory against the Rams. Hey, uh, Paulie is... uh, are the Cardinals a better team when Kyler Murray doesn't play? <laughs> we at least get a word on the on the win. I mean, come on. It's always good to put the beat into beat L.A., right? Especially when you go into SoCal and you take it to Botox Nation and you leave them all bumming there, Rams fans. So uh, that was a positive. But it is amazing when you get effective quarterback play. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who plays around that quarterback. Guess what? It's the great elixir. It masks all weaknesses when you get superior quarterback play. And that's what they got out of Colt McCoy yesterday. Uh, there was a lot of belief in number 12 yesterday. You saw it out there, and uh, there was a lot to like. And guess what? There's a lot to learn from if you're Kyla Murray. As still a 25-year-old quarterback, uh, you know, you and there he was. He was front and center on the white stripe of the sideline, watching it with the earpiece in the whole time. And you hope 
You hope he was taking some mental notes, no doubt. Hey, you know, Paulie, as I'm watching the game and the whole time, because it was, I was rudely interrupted after watching the amazing game between Buffalo and them. I had to watch. Oh, find gosh. out who won after that. It was sucks. The but, Buffalo Vikings yeah, game, that was, game was awesome. And the next thing you know, it's like, uh, due to contractual obligation, we have to go watch this crappy game. Yeah, Fox uh, did that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm watching this thing, though, and I'm thinking to myself, it, with Kyler not out there, everybody else raises their game. I think sometimes you look at a star and you're like, well, he'll just have to come up with the plan. Uh, they're a better team, even though he's probably a better player. Yeah, you know, did everyone say, all right, you know, no Kyler, who, who, by the way, guys, was a legitimate NFL MVP candidate the first half of last year. Yeah. So there's no doubting his skill set and his ability. But, yeah, when you go into a game and you're missing four-fifths of your starting offensive line, okay, and, and I mean, you were a Buda Baker wasn't even supposed to play. You're missing your number one cover corner, Byron Murphy, against Cooper Cup. Yeah, there was some anxiety. Yeah, it, it was – to me, that was a playoff elimination game. The loser is most definitely out. Okay. Uh, at least you stay alive another week. So there was a lot on the line. But I think for everything, all the adversity the Cardinals face going in, they could have bagged it. They could have mailed that in. But I think there was a belief in Cole McCoy. I talked to guys after the game. They said, you know what? We believed in 12. We knew he had that ability. And what he did against the Cardinals' defense in camp, where he got the ball out quick, nobody could get to him. He kept finding the open receiver. Balls were on on the money consistently. That's what he did to the Cardinals' defense, and he took it to the Rams in the same way. Uh, Cardinals win uh, yesterday in Los Angeles. Paul Calvisi joins us at this time every Monday. I know this is going to sound ugly, but I don't care. This is what I was thinking as a fan yesterday. This is an yeah, elimination. Never stopped you before, Gato. <laughs> never stopped you before. Let's go. This was really an elimination game for the Arizona Cardinals. And as a fan, I'm thinking, Kyler, unless your leg is broken, don't you got to get out there? I don't know how severe the hamstring injury is. I'll be the first to say that. But it's like, I don't know, man. That. They were done if they lose. And I'm thinking, we're paying this guy. Well, I'm not paying him. Cardinals are paying this guy. Well, you are money. because you bought tickets. Yeah, I don't know. I got like a, I got a bad taste in my mouth from him not playing yesterday. That might not be fair. But well, that's uh, two, what it two is. things. One, yeah. just watching practice on Friday, um, every time the Cardinals, just in warm-ups, what was open to the media, every time the Cardinals players during warm-ups broke into a sprint, Kyler did not participate. So I, I'm guessing it was a pretty significant hamstring injury. He's not even a for sure to go this, this week. Wow. And then number two, number two, with Aaron Donald out there, Larry, mm. <laughs> the biggest, <laughs> baddest dude in the NFL, and when that guy's busting through the A and B gaps and you got four backups on your offensive line, you better have your legs and or the acumen to get rid of the ball quickly. And so, you know, the downside, the risk-reward in terms of losing your franchise quarterback, if he can't save himself from 99 Aaron Donald, then no, you don't play him. It's okay. just, to me, that's that simple. All right. Hey, Paulie, good to have you on. We'll talk to you next week and maybe another win. Thanks, man. Next stop, Mexico City, gentlemen. Here we go. Oh, Monday yeah. Night Football. That's right, against the Niners. You've been listening to Pigskin with Polly on the Gatos and Chad Show. Brought to you by Day and Night Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Serving the Valley for 40 years. The difference is day and night. Man, I was so excited. I'm watching the game, right? Josh Allen fumbles the ball, plays Skog. He drives it down, they kick a field goal, and then, crap! 
Right to I'm Los with Angeles. You. Kurt Benefee comes in and says, due to NFL rules. Due to we NFL to... rules, we got to go watch this crappy game where neither of the starting quarterbacks are playing. <laughs> All right, thanks to Paul Calvisi. Coming up next, we're going to take you live to a press conference. You're going to want to hear this. Uh, Bill Gates, other election officials, Maricopa County Sheriff Paul Penzone. The election, 2022, still. Still going. Coming up next.